0: you've been putting off. Maybe you say, someday I'll do that, or when I have more time. Whether the item is a big bucket list item or something smaller like going on a hike, now is the time to start your Say Yes list. And we have the perfect process to help you turn these items into reality. Join thousands of others with our free Say Yes list template at thesayyesexperience.com forward slash list. It'll help you stop living in that someday and start making those list items come true today. So download it now at thesayyesexperience.com forward slash list. Welcome to the Say Yes Experience podcast, where we inspire you to get out of your comfort zone and into possibilities. Our mission at the Say Yes Experience is to empower 10 million people to say yes. If you're new here, welcome. We're thrilled you're here. I'm Jess Corrector. I co-founded the Say Yes Experience with my then nine-year-old son, Blaze, based off his idea to let's just say yes to things. I'm one of the top experts on burnout, and companies and conferences hire me to present on mental health, wellness, and burnout prevention. As a number one bestselling author of 11 books, keynote speaker, and a burnout specialist, I've seen so much with our clients. The Say Yes experience was started to help you really start living, to do the things that light you up, have more fun, and turn your dream, or what we call Say Yes list items, into reality. So thank you for investing in yourself and being here now. Let's make it happen. You set limits for yourself whether it's at work, in your personal life, or where you'll go. What if you decided to become limitless? stretch yourself beyond what you imagined. Our guest shares how one yes into the unknown turned into monthly challenges to go beyond what she thought probable and how she created new worlds of possibilities. And please help me welcome my guest today, Heather Sweeney. Heather, thank you so much for being here. We are excited to talk to you, you Climbed Mount Kilimanjaro without really knowing any of the steps involved to actually get there. I mean, that's a big say yes, if I've ever heard one. So tell us a little bit about how that came about and why you decided to say yes to that.
1: Sure. I did do that. It was a huge say yes. (laughs) And I did not know much. In 2019, my son brought a book home from the library and it was about the seven summits. And one of those is Kilimanjaro. And so we were flipping through the pages and we got to that page. And I thought, hmm, something's lighting up in me, some sort of intuition or curiosity. What is that? Hmm. And I put the kids to bed and I could have easily pushed it to the side and just left it there. right? But I decided, let me go to my computer and do some digging. So Surprisingly, I realized in sitting at my computer that several months before, I had visited a page through the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society through their Climb to Cure program. And one of many adventures they offered was Kilimanjaro. Wow! And yeah, so I was like, oh, I guess maybe I have seen something about this before. (laughs) It was buried deep down. (laughs) Yeah. And I just sat back in my chair and closed my eyes. And I remember so clearly, even still, I could just see myself on the summit of that mountain. Wow. I didn't know anything. I didn't know where I was going in the world. As I realized a week later, when a friend asked me about, well, where is that? I said, why we look into <laughs> that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just this pull in this moment of you're meant to do this. This is a yes for sure. Yeah. And I sent an email and committed to it and then realized how much I didn't know.
0: (laughs) That is so crazy. So what's really interesting is that you had visited something about it completely unrelated. So maybe, yeah, it was something in your subconscious that was pulling you into just doing it. So once you said yes to it and you said, okay, I'm going to do this, What did you then find out that you just didn't know about? And for those people who don't know where it's located, tell everybody where it's located.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's the first thing I found out. So I knew it was in Africa, but I really didn't think beyond that. And when my girlfriend asked me, so where is this mountain? I looked it up and I realized that it's in Tanzania. So after that, I started thinking, okay, wow, this is a really big undertaking. I have climbed mountains, but at the time, the highest peak I had climbed was here in New Hampshire, where I live, and that's Mount Washington. So just over six thousand feet. Kilimanjaro was over nineteen thousand feet. So oh, yeah, <laughs> there was a learning curve around the gear that I would need to find and purchase and borrow. I needed to figure out training plans, not just physically, which is probably where listeners' minds go originally, right? right? Mm-hmm. Of but course. we learned in conversation that about 85% of this particular climb is mental. So there was a lot of mental preparation, mindset work, and visualization. So how needed- do you
0: prepare for those kind of things? So I remember I did a volunteer work in Africa many years ago, and I was going to South Africa, Ghana, and Tanzania, And I solely wanted to go to Tanzania for Mount Kilimanjaro. Well, things happened in that trip. So I ended up going straight from South Africa back home after a few months because the nonprofit I was working with ended up being a big scam. So I didn't get the chance for Mount Kilimanjaro. So I'm going to have to go back and do it. So, but share with us, what was that preparation? So, you know, you look at it and you think, okay, that would just be cool to do or cool to see. Now for somebody who's never climbed a mountain, Mm -hmm. right? You said that you've climbed some out where you live. So if you've never climbed a mountain, what would that first initial prep work be? And it might be physical and then kind of walk us through what that mental prep work look like. Because I think when people see a mountain, they immediately think physical. Oh, I don't know if I physically can climb that and don't ever consider the mental aspect. So why is mental the mental aspect so important? And what does that look like as well? So that's so interesting how you just phrased that. People immediately
1: think, oh, I couldn't do that. And they go to the physical, right? But the thought itself of I can't do that brings you right back to the mental game involved. So there's the shift of, I believe... This is possible. Mm-hmm. I can or I am capable of preparing and yeah. succeeding, right? So there's that shift that starts. But if just like anything else, right, if you've never done something, it probably feels big yeah. and it might feel overwhelming, especially when you start looking into, oh, wow, there's all of these steps I need to take to really get to the finish, right? Mm-hmm. So I think first and foremost, I like to keep things simple and break them down. Yeah. So if you're listening today and you're like, I've never climbed a mountain at all, Kilimanjaro is not in my playbook right now, but I would like to try a local smaller peak and get my feet wet. Awesome. Let's start with making sure we're just simply moving our body. We're getting our Hmm. body in a place that's capable of walking, of taking a slow walk, Up a hill. (laughs) Think about it in in easier terms, right? Make sure gear-wise you have good shoes or hiking boots that you're going to wear because I can tell you years ago, I had a personal experience at Yosemite where my ankles were ripped to shreds and I had no way out. So it was a matter of, okay, let's work through this. I don't want anyone to be there. (laughs) You know, making sure you have water to hydrate. There's just those simple steps you want to start with Mm-hmm. To set yourself up in a place where you're going to succeed, just take it one step at a time, physically yeah. and also certainly mentally. One slow step at a time is literally how I got to the top of this mountain and back down. So, again, whether it's a goal, whether it's a dream, whether it's a new skill you want to learn, keep it simple, break things down into small, bite sized steps because you're really increasing, especially from a mindset perspective, the odds of succeeding. The mind likes easy, simple steps.
0: Yes. And the more we also say, oh, that's so hard. That's so hard. The more we convince ourselves that it's actually hard. And so one of the things I tell my son is stop saying things are hard. It's not hard. This is easy. I got this. I can do this. Right? Because if you yes. keep saying this is so hard, this is so challenging, this is so hard, then you convince yourself it's hard and the whole time through the process, you're also just going to make it that much harder. Correct. Our mind is where it all begins. And
1: so, hence why climbing a mountain the size of Kilimanjaro is really 85% mental. You need to make sure you can stay in a place that is saying things like, I am moving forward with ease. I mm. am strong. I am capable.
0: So that but that applies to anything in life, right? Absolutely. Anytime that you think something's challenging. And so what are some other things that you were saying maybe to yourself mm-hmm. before you climb Mount Kilimanjaro to help you prepare mentally? And then also during the process, because people yeah. out there may be saying, Jessica, Heather, <laughs> never climb in Mount Kilimanjaro, but these <laughs> same principles still apply, whether at work, in relationships, yes. in our personal life, when we're tackling a project or a task. Absolutely. So what are some yeah. of those things for you?
1: Yep. So for me, first off, I would say when I think about, I have said visualization a few times, right? So for me, that looks like, and maybe for listeners could look like, not visualizing, like in, in my case of climbing this mountain, I was never closing my eyes and visualizing the five climate zones and the types of trees and the rocks I would see, because I had no point of reference. I had never done this. Just like if we've never launched this new project, we've never learned that new skill or tackled that new task, we can't get into the tangible details of it, right? Mm -hmm. But what we can do, which was what I did here, was really get into the feeling of it. So for Mm -hmm. me, it was, I am so excited to be standing on the top of this mountain. Can you believe you are here right now? getting that into my DNA and into my body to feel Mm. how good it would feel once we got to the top. um, Imagining or visualizing and feeling my body continuing to be strong and flexible.
0: Mm. And also
1: I did do some work going to times of my life with other specifically physical feats that I have sort of tackled Mm. to lean into the sort of pain that could come with that right yeah. oh my at the time I was having an issue with my right knee so really just feeling there is discomfort that is moving into ease mm. more about the feelings not the tangible details because we don't have those often and yeah you know I think from my experience super effective to lean into how it might feel Um, I was just going to ask.
0: So how do you deal with challenges when you're in the middle of that big climb Mm. and challenges come up? Like, how do you deal with that? Because you don't want to go back down. You want to keep moving forward.
1: So the biggest thing for me was in my mind, my mind was set. I am not turning back to go down. I I will share this the night of our summit. So you summit this this mountain overnight. The plan being you will arrive at sunrise. The night we summited, I made a rule: I will not look up because then I have to see how much further I have to go. I'll see a headlamp mm-hmm. of somebody that's further in front of me, but I will look back to see how far I came. Ooh, that's and to powerful. remind myself, you've taken all those steps. Take one more step. That's really it. Broke down to one more step in that instance, and I think again we can apply that to day to day. Mm -hmm. skills we're learning, obstacles we run up against, what is the best right next step
0: that I can take one step at a time, one decision at a time? You gave me goosebumps because I think oftentimes we're looking ahead. We're saying, this is what I still have yet to accomplish. This is not where I thought I'd be in my life at this point or doing what I wanted to be doing or living where I thought I'd be living or my relationship dynamic is not what I envisioned for myself. So we sit there and break it down by where we expected ourselves to be at this point and forget to look back and say, but look at how far (laughs) I. Um, and we forget to champion and encourage ourselves and appreciate the journey in getting to where we are. A hundred percent, yes. It's so important. We do not do this enough
1: as humans. We go to the negative. We are wired with negativity bias. It's easy to find the bad, the threat, the hardest thing, right? Where we didn't do our best. But what we need to do instead is flex the mental muscle to the positive and celebrate wins, I don't Mm -hmm. care how small they might feel to you in that moment, but giving yourself the credit to say, I did that. I made it here, despite Mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z. Here I
0: am right now. I'm going
1: to move forward and progress even further.
0: And what's fascinating, Heather, it just made me think when you were saying that, like, when we look at the end of the year (laughs) and we go, Okay, what did I accomplish this year or what changed? What was something good that happened? Oftentimes we can't think of anything. We're like, I have no idea. Or maybe you can think of one thing, you know, but you can't, there's not a lot of great things coming to your head. So, one thing that's super powerful if at the end of every day you start writing down, one great thing that happened. Instead of asking someone, how was your day? What was something great that happened today? What was something really fantastic that that you did today? Because then you also get them to think and start appreciating things. And it doesn't have to be really big things, right? It can sometimes just be small things. Hey, I got this one thing done. You know, sometimes (laughs) as moms, we're like, Oh, my gosh, I didn't cook like this big, nice steak meal with a good veggie and a potato. potato And, you know, and I'm like, hey, sometimes it's just a matter that my kids ate cereal for dinner. And guess what? They had a meal for dinner. You know, I was going to say everybody ate. (laughs) Yeah. So sometimes it's just about looking at the things on a smaller level and start appreciating those things, instead of thinking, everything's got to be big, everything's got to be grand. So at the end of the day, what was something really good that happened? So then when you look back at the week, you have five things, you have seven things, you know, depending if you do it for work or just a work week, or even on the weekends that you can really appreciate yourself and then keep your eyes on what you've accomplished and what you've actually got done for that week and how far you've come just in a week. Do you want to start saying yes, but you just don't know where to start? And oftentimes when we don't know where to start, we just don't start. So we created an ebook just for you. We put together 101 ways to say yes in this ebook. Ideas big and small, things that only take a small amount of time, like one to two minutes. Whether you're saying yes to yourself, in your family, relationships, or pushing yourself lovingly outside of your comfort zone with adventures, it's all made to really help you become more of your rock star self. So you can get this ebook at thesayyesexperience.com forward slash book, B-O-O-K. So if you want to start saying yes, or maybe you need some ideas on How to say yes because you get so caught up in being busy and doing tasks and projects or doing laundry and cooking that the time flies by and you want to spend time with your family but you just don't know how to say yes. Those ideas just don't come to you. We put it together to make it super, super easy for you. So go to thesayyesexperience.com forward slash book to get your copy today and start saying yes now. Are you feeling overwhelmed, stressed, or burned out? (laughs) We get it, you're not alone. In fact, according to our research, 79% of the workforce is in burnout and almost half are in extreme burnout. In fact, it's the number one reason why people are leaving organizations. They're burned out. They're looking for something more. They're looking for something better. But it doesn't have to be that way. We have your solution. It's called Blaze Your Brain to Extinguish Burnout. 52 keys to prevent, breakthrough, and eliminate burnout. You can find your copy at justcorrector.com forward slash store. Now, this is a great tool that you can use with yourself, with your colleagues, within your organization. Everyone can get one and you can go through one a week with them. And at the end, you can say, What was something that worked this week? What was the success you had so you can champion and encourage each other? You can also ask what were the challenges and issues that came up so you can mastermind and brainstorm around those to keep those from coming up in the future. So make sure you get your copy at justcorrector.com forward slash store. All books are autographed with a personal message just for you.
1: I could not agree with you more. So this is actually something I'll share at our house, I have two kids. They're just, my daughter's about to be nine. My son just turned 10. And when they're with me at dinner time, it's usually at dinner. So let's say at a meal, right? Be flexible. We -hmm. do what we call best and worst. And so we are allowed to name one worst part of our day, if there was any, and then we can do up to five best parts of our day. Ooh,
0: I love that. And I will
1: tell you, when we started this a couple of years ago, Everybody wanted to go to the bad. Oh, I have one more. And I kept saying, you only get one. You only get one. Mm -hmm. What about something that was good? Anything in your day? It was more difficult in the beginning Mm -hmm. to highlight five things in the day. We might have got two or three. Now we're like, wait, but I have a bonus best. Wait, I want to tell you one more thing. So it's really a skill. It's a muscle. You've Mm. got to flex. And to your point, writing that stuff down, because at the end of the year, we go back and we think, oh, that thing I messed up on or, oh, what did I do? When we've done
0: so much, right? Do yourself a favor and write it somewhere. (laughs) Write write it down. I write it in my calendar at the end of the workday. I write down, here are the things that went really well. Here's what I accomplished. Here I got done. So what you've also done is you've also said, okay, so I'm going to say yes to one thing a month that's going to challenge me physically, mentally, spiritually. How did that come about? Because that's a great way for us to go and really get outside of our comfort zones. Sure. Yeah. So, okay. So there's a lot of backstory, but I read
1: a book called Limitless and I am, I believe it's Stephen Kotler, the author. If I'm wrong, I apologize. But I read this book and already in my mind, it's its right on my website. I say, The only limits that exist are the limits we create in our mind. Mm. It's time to break them, right? And this does not have to be a huge breakthrough to some giant level we never could have imagined. It could just simply be the little push to Mm. just, could I maybe go beyond that boundary I've created in my mind for myself? Mm -hmm. Hmm. If I can get my finger just a little further... That means yes. So now from there, could I go a little further? And we start to break these stories mm-hmm. and these boundaries we have created. Yes. So in embracing that, because I like to walk the walk and talk the talk, right? If I'm going to guide people on these concepts and speak on them, yes. I need to be doing them. I need exactly. to be experiencing the discomfort that comes with getting out of your comfort zone. So I said, you know what? For 2023, I'm going to take the approach 11 out of the 12 months, because I made the decision in January, I was a little behind. (laughs) I said, 11 out of 12 months, I'm going to do something that pushes me mentally, physically, or spiritually. And there's a variety of different things and different, you know, some are harder than others in my mind. Some are simpler in my mind, but they're all going to expose me to something I have never experienced or it's been a really long time since I have. The example there when I say a really long time is skydiving. So I haven't done it in years. And there's this little bit of anxiety creeping up that I didn't have years ago. And I thought, well, I'm going to do it again and break past that boundary to remind myself you're capable of this. Yes. Get uncomfortable, embrace that and turn that energy into something positive and progressive Mm -hmm. for yourself. So what have you done so far this year? So, so far this year in February, me... My boyfriend and my son, who's just 10, we did a polar plunge. So, we're, again, we're in New Hampshire. It was like 17 degrees Fahrenheit or something. There was ice on the lake. And oh, we went and we jumped in, and all of our shoes flipped off and floated around, and we <laughs> gathered them and we got out. <laughs> um, there was some ice on my hair and on my sports. Oh my prom, gosh. It was a moment of really right before we stepped in. Oh my gosh, what am I doing? Am I doing, am I doing it? And then it's like, you got to go, you got to go stop the thoughts and just move and take action. So that was one thing. I went through a Reiki certification program. So more of a spiritual, personal and professional kind of hits everything. In March, I'm actually leaving next week for a nine day mindful outdoor guide course. So I just purchased a straight edge knife with a fire starting flint on it. I, I've nice. not done this, but these will be all new experiences, but I'm just really excited to embrace.
0: That is. So what have you found when you're embracing them? What have you found how you feel before, during, and then after, I mean the polar plunge, I don't know how you felt during, cause it was probably so fast. Mm. You know, I don't even know if when you're doing it that fast, if, you know, by the time it kind of sinks in, maybe you're already out and you're like, and then like the cold, then like, you know, you realize how cold it was. So how, when you're doing this, how are you feeling before, during, and then after?
1: So I think before, and I'll use the experiences I've had this year, and then I'm just going to think back to kind of other things. But typically before I start with excitement, I'm like, I'm going to do this thing. It's going to be great. Right. Like, like we all do. Yeah. And then I have these moments of like, oh, what's that? I think there's some anxiety starting. Oh, I'm feeling a little bit nauseous. Yep, that's the fear. And all of these other emotions start to come up that that's natural. That's going to happen, right? This is not a, let's do something new. And it's just so easy. <laughs> Nothing will come up for you. So fear, anxiety maybe not worry, but let's use that word, right? Because there's that unknown factor. What am I about to do here? How's this going to turn out? And as I'm moving into the experience, I typically will find a way to to ground that energy and begin to shift it into that fire inside myself, the initial reasoning for doing this thing. In the moment, I tend to be very I'm there, I'm in it, I'm doing it, right? It's like anything, you're, you're so close to it, you're not processing or reflecting yeah, on anything, so right? It's like, mm-hmm. I'm just moving through this and experiencing it, and here's what I'm sort of noticing, but I'll come back to that when I'm done. Yes. And after, quite honestly, every time, there's always a great story that comes from it. There's always a sense of, wow, I just did that. Despite yeah. whatever obstacles might've come up along the way, I did that. Mm -hmm. And most importantly for me, I realized, wow, I learned a lot about something new to myself and also Mm -hmm. myself. So I guess, yeah, there's this progression of emotion and feeling.
0: (laughs) It's a process. But what's always fascinating to me, especially if I'm doing something that scares me, that I feel that fear come up. I also recognize in myself, the longer I sit in that, the less likely I am to do it. So for me, I call it think less and I'll achieve more. I have to stop thinking of it and I just have to act. I just have Mm -hmm. to do it because if I sit in it, I will continue that story of, okay, I'm scared. It's this high. I don't know what's going to happen. Am I safe? Am I like all these thoughts? And then those thoughts keep repeating themselves. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't do it, that becomes a story. You start telling yourself, oh, no, that's too scary. Oh, that's not safe. That's, you know, the unknown is too big for me. You know, that becomes a story. So I always say, you don't want that to be your story, Jessica. So (laughs) stop thinking. And then I literally have to tell myself, stop thinking. Just do it. Jessica, go, 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 go. And And then you have to just do it because you just think so much about it. You'll talk yourself out of it. That's the power
1: of our mind, isn't it? It's so fun how it works. Think and all of a sudden you're paralyzed. Do and you're now moving in some direction. You'll navigate if you need to, but at least you are moving and taking action. So I couldn't agree with you more on that. I'd say rip off the band-aid, like do something to move yourself forward despite that,
0: those thoughts that are beginning to ruminate. Shut them down. Sooner you shut them down, the more successful you will be. (laughs) And every aspect of your life, every relationship you have, things that you're trying to tackle, when change or challenges come up in in every way. So what's up next for you um, on the list of what you're going to do once a month? What's coming up? You've shared with us what you were doing. Apparently, you're going to do skydiving at some point. What else? Do you have any ideas of what else you're going to be doing so this fall, I'm going
1: to a weekend retreat that deals with spiritual connection is really the best way to describe that. But it's a little out of my comfort zone. So I'm I'm excited right now. I'm probably going to go into the phase of, oh, what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm leaving in nine days for that outdoor certification. I also, if I bump out to winter months coming later this year in New England, mm-hmm. I will look to do an ice climb through somebody I know that runs those mm-hmm. in the White Mountains. So I haven't done anything like that. Definitely different equipment and gear, but
0: right now I'm excited. (laughs) That sounds super fascinating. Oh my gosh. That sounds super fun too. So what are you going to do next year? You said you were going to do this for this year. What happens Mm -hmm. to that like once a month to challenge yourself? What happens once the year's over with? You know, I don't,
1: I don't know yet. I would hope that, Doing all of these things intentionally and proactively this year and just thinking about, again, in the short window I've had, how great these experiences have been despite the discomfort, right, and despite navigating obstacles, um, I would like to think that I am building a muscle here to -hmm. continue down this path into next year and for many years to come of being willing to take a step forward through fear into courage And continue to Mm -hmm. redefine what I think my limits are and see where that leads me.
0: What do you find the most powerful thing is, kind of going back to your Mount Kilimanjaro and how you said yes Mm -hmm. without knowing the steps, what do you think the most powerful thing is in saying yes without knowing the steps? Or how can people, because oftentimes, you know, before we say yes, we want to have everything laid out. We want Mm -hmm. to know this step and then this step and then this step. And, and not really trusting the process, what I call the process of it, but saying yes, and then knowing that everything's going to work itself out. What was that process like for you? And why do you think it's important for people to say yes without knowing all of those steps? I think when you say yes
1: in these different scenarios we're talking through in life, you're mm-hmm. saying yes to investing in yourself. Mm. You're saying, yes, I know I'm going to move forward and do this thing. Yes. And I, to your point, trusting the process, I like to remind remind myself, here we are making plans and the universe is laughing at us because it's going to hand us something else. Right. right? So I I just sure remind too. myself of that because I too can get into a place of, well, what would we do to get there? What would that roadmap look like? What are all the things I would need? Right. Mm-hmm. But I want to say yes to me and possibility and learning and a great story, if nothing else, right? And give myself a chance to find out for real and not just imagine, but do yeah. something and experience it and find out, I moved right through that. Yeah. It might not have felt easy at times but I continued to push forward and persist and get there. So I think you're saying yes to believing in yourself. And Mm -hmm. why wouldn't we
0: want to do that? Mm -hmm. That's powerful. And then once you do that, the first time once you do it the second time once you keep doing it it also becomes easier for you to continue doing it but it also builds your confidence and various uh, other aspects of your life you say okay well i was able to climb mount kilimanjaro now doing this ice climbing might be a little bit easier although it's different it might be a little bit easier in the mental aspect you know i'll have to learn all these other things so it builds our confidence in other areas of our lives to keep going and to keep being the best version of us. That's right. It's, it's a muscle, right? You
1: just keep flexing it. And the more we flex it, the more the confidence rises, the more the belief comes up, the more we say, I've done something in this vein before I'm going to do it again. I am doing it
0: right now. And there's just so much power in that. I love that. Thank you so much for joining us, Heather. We're excited to see where you go next and what you continue to do. And I think it's a great thing for us all to really incorporate in our own lives that once a month, we're going to do something that stretches us physically, mentally, spiritually to get outside of our comfort zone and into possibilities. And we don't have to know every step of the way we say yes anyways. And something amazing waits for us on the other side. We'll see you next time. Have an awesome day. Are you ready to move to your next level of rock star greatness? CFO, Chief Fun Officer, number one best-selling author, and keynote speaker Blaze Rector is ready to help you do that. At just ten years old, he's already written two number one best-selling books. Through the power of storytelling, he uses lessons learned and shares strategies, tips, tactics, and tools. To inspire, empower, and motivate you to live a more amazing life. So if you're ready to do that in your own life, grab a copy of his number one best-selling books at justcorrectorcom forward slash store. And when you order your copies, he will personally autograph them and write you a message on those books before shipping them out to you to really inspire and empower you in your life. These books are great for adults and kids alike so if you ready to move to your next level of rockstar greatness make sure you grab your copy at justcorrector.com forward slash store enjoy those amazing empowering transformational books did you know that the two biggest issues impacting the workforce are mental health and burnout well we have your solution The more that you feel burned out, the more it impacts your mental health. The more your mental health is impacted, the more it leads to burnout. So it's a vicious cycle that goes around and around, but it doesn't have to be that way. You can help them both if you're intentional and strategic with it. We have lots of resources for you at justcorrector.com forward slash store. One that I want to highlight that really enhances your mental health is Tame Your Brain Game, 52 Tips to Turn Negative Thoughts into Positive Action now research shows that 80 percent of your thoughts are negative no matter how positive you feel it's the pattern and the habit that you've developed over the course of years over the course of decades and that can often impact your life how you show up how you lead how you communicate how you engage whether at work or at home and then it also Impacts a work environment. All you need is one NN or TT, negative Nancy or toxic Tim to really impact that work environment. So if you are ready to enhance your mental health, get your copy of Tame Your Brain Game 52 Tips to Turn Negative Thoughts into Positive Action today at justcorrector.com forward slash store. All books are autographed with a personal message just for you. Thank you so much for being here. Check us out at thesayesexperience.com. Our mission at the Say Yes Experience is to empower 10 million people to say yes. With your help in sharing our podcast, we can do that. Follow us on all social media at the Say Yes Experience and join our free community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the Say Yes Experience. Thank you again to our guest. You can find all the contact information for our guest in the show notes. Thank you to our CFO, Chief Fund Officer, Blaze Rector, our Business Advisor, Lisa Rehurik, and to our team at Jessica Rector Enterprises. We look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Have an amazing day and keep being a rock star.